Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, and directly across from me, the man who pulled a no-show last week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He was scheduled to have the day off, and I totally forgot to fill his shoes. I so was he did driving the show down the road, and I heard you were going Uno. <laughs> so we had the Uno show. I and went uh, solo. Hope, hope Rob Center jumped in a little bit for you. Uh, he helped a little bit because I mentioned the Cubs, so we appreciated that. And Cubs we had a CBS correspondent. Set a record in. last night. Is that, oh, was it Cubs a record? Cubs set a record. Or the first time. Uh, yeah, record for the Cubs. No, no. Baseball, no hitter by two or three pitchers. Uh, don't, I, I haven't they, heard the trivia yet. They beat the World uh, Series champs. Rob will give us an update yeah, on that. Yeah, they call it a combined no hitter. First time the Cubs in over 120 years or whatever they've ever done that. Three pitchers? Or did they just have. I think it was, was, it was either three or four. Okay. Oh, uh, four, four sticks in my head. It was the starter uh, and three relievers. Wow. And yeah. then uh, they beat the World Series champs, the Dodgers. And speaking of champions, uh, I know you did mention it last week, but the Line Mountain Ladies of Softball rule. Yeah, they're getting some recognition. Rule the, uh, the Susquehanna, the, the lower eastern Susquehanna Valley over there. They uh, And I will say this, I personally got to see the trophy Thursday night. The ladies hmm. won in State College and fine dined in Fisher's Ferry. Oh, did they go the down? The ladies stopped <laughs> at uh, <laughs> Penn's Tavern, and uh, Tom and Liz Mertz were excellent hosts and hostesses for the ladies, and uh, they brought over the trophy, and got to see it. They're part of the minority of our audience that gets to go mm. up to Penn's Tavern. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. That's so true. to speak. But yep. no, congratulations to those uh, young ladies, and that will be something they have the rest of their lives. Yeah, super. Yeah, we were so excited about that, and everybody was excited, and uh, the, the girls are so gracious. We've seen them now on some of the videos and on YouTube, and just, uh, wow, just fabulous uh, young women, and yeah. just, just great well, players. That's good. Uh, but we have to also look at, too, and I apologize if we miss a person or a team, but I think, you know, you you look at Southern football, you look at the Southern girls' soccer, state Mm -hmm. champs, you look at Southern's wrestling team coming within a whisker of winning the boys' wrestling champions, and I know they had some champions there and some others. You look at Lewisburg soccer and uh, what they did. Uh, you know, okay. there's uh, very, very good athletics around, and also I'll have a personal shout out to uh, Seals Grove, excellent female pole vaulter named Annalise Bond, on her way to Delaware State on a scholarship uh, for pole vaulting, finished uh, second in the state, as well as I will say this: six young men from Elysburg go to Shippensburg, mm. compete in the track st- state track meet. 
and score, I believe, 62 points and win a gold Win, win gold. Win gold. Wow. Down Super there from Southern. That. So, uh, Garcia, Rose, uh, boy, I wish I remember the other four, but uh, but a six-pack goes to uh, Shippensburg and comes back with gold. Good for them, a state Super. title. Well, Annalise Bond, we know all about her. I hand the sports section to Rob every morning, and uh, she's always on the front page of the sports section. So, mm-hmm. and, after uh, a while, I memorize that. Her sister was a very good poll voter, too, Katie Bond, uh, but uh, no. Uh, and their parents? Yep. Yeah. Good to, uh, uh, yeah, the bonds. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, uh, the the scholar athletes, the the young men and young women who compete, the coaches, the administration that allowed uh, this to happen during the pandemic, and uh, for the most part, ninety uh, percent of the parents are one hundred and ten percent behind, not only their young uh, young adults that are competing, but even the others. Uh, What's wrong with the 10%? There's 10% of parents that might be uh, just uh, not good for uh, high school sports. And I, I, I hate to say that because there's 90% that are so good. But uh, the officials that, that go out and officiate these events, uh, good for them. Everyone worked through the pandemic. We got through uh, got through that, and uh, we're on to next year. I think normality's hitting, Mark. Normality <laughs> might be hitting. Yes. As, uh, one of your famous uh, senators, oh, boy, from South Carolina, I think Ernest, oh, gosh, I lost it. What, Hollings or something? I've got to say he was uh, confused about the economy, a Democratic senator from South Carolina. And his line was, there's there's too much consuming going on. These people are consuming too much. They they must be consuming a lot because the economy is going good. And I believe that was uh, Ronald Reagan's administration, but it was Ernest Hollings from South Carolina. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you on the Marcus Sponsor. by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is now open. Call us, 1-800-795-9565. You want to talk about any of the goings-on in Washington and or Harrisburg. In Harrisburg, the legislature is approving a vaccine passport ban. Now, it includes a lot of other sort of weighty things that are going to draw the governor's veto, but uh, still, they are trying an effort. And, of course, uh, they'll try a constitutional amendment. We'll be next to make sure that uh, these things are you okay? I shocked you there <laughs> you to, to ban passports. Uh, one of the uh-huh. sentences that popped up, and I, I certainly hope it's not true, is that the passport ban uh, would also affect private universities. And I think that is a typo. I think that should be public universities. If, I mean, they have you know some financial stake in that and some controlling interest. So I can see why they might want to do that. Of course, they want to also want to make sure in the future that the state health secretary can't do face mask uh, requirements or business shutdowns. So that's part of this legislation as well, and that's what the governor says uh, might apply to this pandemic, but he doesn't want the state health secretary mm. to lose that opportunity in the future. So that's his well, Mark, veto we, reason. When we're looking at and, and people want to follow science, it depends whose science you want to follow, it seems like. But when you, when you break down the information we have to date, and you look at different uh, reports, and you, and you you know for, you know forget it, you know the opportunities that were missed, but the opportunities learned uh, throughout the uh, year and a half, sixteen months uh, period we want yeah, to talk about. Yeah, so w- 
we, we look at people under the age of 70, people above 70, break that into above 70 to 75, 75 to 85. You look at the, the conditions, the health conditions people are in, and, and you see a, a huge difference between people, let's say 25, healthy 25 and under now. That could be 30 and under. But you see a huge difference in 25 to under to 18, 18 to 14, 14 to 12. You know, you, you see these breakdowns of the information we have through Europe, through uh, through the United States. It's It's hard to look at third world countries from a standpoint of how much of their data is reliable and and you know th- their needs are different so they're working under sort of different situations from uh, from what w- from what the uh, industrial world's working at looking at so how many people are actually getting this virus at certain ages and the virus creates situations where they have to be hospitalized and then they pass away and you're you're seeing a huge number at the lower levels that that people are getting sick, but they're recovering very quickly, and their sickness isn't hospitalization; it's the one, two, three day at home type of deal. Mm-hmm. So w- when you're talking about and how many actually high school students, college students got COVID and di- and and had to be hospitalized, and how many of them got COVID? and spent a day or two at home and then had to quarantine and stay out of school. So the numbers are coming in, and I'll say this, unfortunately, way too politicized on on the numbers. And we got people saying the science, the science. Well, uh, Dr. Fauci has unscienced himself to the point that uh, he's his credibility is very questionable. And now we're seeing the politics really come in when we start to talk about China and uh, what should happen with China from a retribution standpoint in that, uh, I hate to say, all, all fingers are pointing to China. And the Australians have been on top of this way before most of the media. So you're saying that if you had this all to do over again and know what you know now, you wouldn't have done mask requirements and lockdowns and that kind of thing? No, I think you would have, but they should have been targeted. They, they should have been targeted at the most vulnerable, and they should have. we should have looked at the standpoint that what we did economically is very consequential to the recovery and what's going on now and people's health. So you look back to see what the Trump administration did, and you look at the political heat that was going on, and it was anything but Trump, um, you know, hydroxychloroquine. Why in Africa, and again, it's a little different database, why in Africa is is uh, the COVID sort of held in check because people take hydroxychloroquine from malaria? What, why do those add up, or how do they add up? And when you look at these so other President drugs, Trump was right to take it. Well, he was his choice. It was your choice, my choice to take it or not mm-hmm. to take it. But why, why are these poo-pooed when Trump comes out? Now the information's coming out that some of these other treatments have viability and again the press was so anti-trump the media was so anti that that, tainted that, it. that again <laughs> and that's sad that's sad because people's lives were at stake and look at the hypocrisy that you run in not only our state but you run in new york you run in california and you run in michigan 
Last night, Wall Street Journal report, why are the unemployment rates so higher in traditionally blue states than they are in red states? So going back, how, how will we, and, and, the, and the other thing too now, variants, everything's a variant. So now, what, government control now because of variants? So when we look back at this, how, how will we realistically say these were the positives that we got out, these were things that not so positive, and how would you handle a pandemic in 10 years? But I will say this, government control, doesn't seem to work almost any time throughout history. Well, we are talking about the idea in the state legislature. Representatives voted 112 to 89 along party lines to approve a measure uh, that would ban the use of so-called COVID-19 vaccine passports by colleges and universities or governmental entities to put new restrictions on the health secretary's powers during a health emergency. Uh, they approved the measure that the supporters described as a way to protect private health information. Opponents warned it would endanger public health. The bill would prevent the state health secretary from ordering closures and from requiring people who have been exposed to a contagion to physically distance, wear a mask, and conduct specific hygiene practices such as hand washing, quarantine, and restrict travel. So that's the element. I'm not sure the vaccine passport, that's more trivia than anything. But um, honestly, I think that's that's probably where where the governor, yeah, that's where the governor says he believes those restrictions, in effect, would apply in all cases, not just during this pandemic, and so he'll veto that. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, would you ban private universities? For example, Bucknell and Susquehanna University are requiring vaccination for admission to new and returning students. Is that a good idea? Would you do that? Uh, I, I don't know. I sort of see conflicting measures here. This AP version I just read doesn't specifically single out <laughs> private universities as sort being of. included. Uh, it does say uh, public entities that use public dollars would be uh, able to stay you know, open or would be able to require uh, or would not be able to re require vaccination if they're a public entity. Does, does the government or the organization have a right to tell you to get vaccinated for something that <laughs> is your your level of risk is very very low all right well you have to get vaccinated for to go to kindergarten well, that's, don't you? that's a little different that we, we've seen the histories okay. over that but from a from a standpoint with with covid uh and you're a healthy 17 year old you're a violent i mean you are the man at shikalemi like you were you were, no i was at shikalemi but you were mark lawrence is the man and you are a healthy 17 year old and now should you be required to get a vaccination yeah. all right 1-800-795-9565 on the mark sponsor by the sunbury motor company a family-owned dealership since 1915 4th street sunbury routes 11 and 15 hummels wharf and uh, they would just love to see you on north 4th street where all the uh, fords and f-150s and the mm -hmm. rangers park that i got my eye on uh, it is a nice uh, long bed ranger with two sets of seats and it's an off-road package probably about uh, 16 inches 
off the ground or so, I would estimate. That's just Lawrence's worthless estimation. Toe package? Uh, uh, Major toe I package? I didn't see the back of it. Actually, I actually only saw the front. You better get the toe package if you're getting everything. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to call the kayaks and the bicycles. Yeah. and the, Well, if you uh, want to hook, hook your RV up there in the future. Oh, the RV and a boat. When, yeah, you, you, when, can, haul, when you haul it up to World's End. You, you, How do you match up a boat to a, the car in front of it? Is there a sort of a formula you use on that? Anyway, they have nitrogen for tires over at the quick lane. Do as I've done. Visit Sunbury Motor Company this week. Yes, there are sparse on some of the brands, but they do have some F-150s there and some Rangers, and they would just love, love, love to do business with you at the Sunbury Motor Company. Do as I did. Start out at sunburymotors.com. Order up another Ford F-150. That's what I did. Kyle just rolls his eyes, but he placed the order, so they would just love to help you at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Let's see. This week we've talked about the infrastructure bill, the crackdown on very, very bad gun dealers out there. The vice president's going to El Paso, and the Steve Jones show was on this show, yeah, yeah talking about the NCAA. Uh, That's a big deal in that hot is water. A big deal. What did he said that was Wednesday, and we talked about name, image, image and likeness. What was their decision? Uh, they're still working on it. Uh, the oh, NCAA no is punting. Okay. Uh, I think Steve made a comment. Uh, Mark Ermert, the president of the NCAA. That should be a stu- a case study in how to keep a job, how to be mediocre <laughs> or worse, and still keep your job the over over a decade. I believe uh, horrendous. The NCAA is, I think uh, maybe I heard it on Steve's show. I want to give him credit for, it, but what is the NCAA, and will they be viable in any sort of way in the future? It is the money in sports, and uh, when you talk about money and sports you're talking about everything from your local concessions your your parking all the way up to your tv contracts and your branding and there is huge huge money in sports uh, so v- very interesting i know right. steve does bring some business we got one on call coming in we'll take more comers 1-800-795-9565 we think it's a very good idea that you require a vaccine passport everywhere you go what's your view on this stan <laughs> no. <laughs> that was simple, wasn't it? Right. Uh, it's stupid. No, that's, well, that too. I mean, that's... Uh, whatever happened to uh, my body, my choice thing? Uh, that only applies uh, to liberals. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I look at it this way, okay? The people that get the vaccine got the vaccine. They're safe, right? Ain't that what we've been told? 
they're safe. Well, people who get the vaccine don't get sick and die from COVID-19. They still get it. Uh, they can oh, get no, it. No, no, they're 90, safe. 90, what, 8%, 94%? I mean, I agree with you, Stan. Supposedly, this, yeah, this is the, you can come out of the bubble and, and live now because you got the vaccine. What do you mean by safe? Well, they're not going to give it. They're not going to get it. They're, you know, whatever. They're safe because, you know, the vaccine took care of all of everything. No, that's what that's we've been told. That's what they keep yes. preaching. No. Oh, that's no, not true? No. <laughs> you're, you're not safe. Oh, so we've been safe. being fed a bill of goods as usual. By the mainstream media, probably. Well, the government, the mainstream media. You know, if, if a pharmaceutical company puts a product out that they're not willing to assume liability on, I'm going to stay away from it as long as possible. That, that, it's that simple. You know, the government won't accept liability on it. The pharmaceuticals won't accept liabilities. I'm sure these universities, everybody that want to force it, the, the students coming back to take it, they'll accept no liability on it, no matter what it does to the students. Well, that, that's the point, so, is, is the particularly in Pennsylvania, uh, Gene Barr and the State Chamber Association has been looking for limited, li- limited liability insurance for the hospitality industry, the educational industry, uh, hospitals, and, and so on. And, of course, the governor won't give that due to his ties not only to the educational uh, groups but the uh, the legal groups. And, again, Stan, your point being, is somebody going to be accountable if this product does not perform the way it's supposed to? It sure doesn't sound like it, does it? Nobody wants to be accountable. No, but, Stan, I mean, one thing Mark and I talked about there, what segments of the population should be vaccinated and what people should look at the risk and reward and say, hold it, the risk might not be worth the reward. Mark Lawrence, a 17-year-old powerlifting flat-out stud in his age in you know the 70s at Shikolimi, he doesn't need the vaccination. He's, he's too powerful to even get COVID, let alone <laughs> to pass it on to somebody. I wear a face mask as, a fat mask as part of my shtick. <laughs> <laughs> My but again, in all seriousness, I mean, the targeted groups, the people who really need it should be getting it. The other folks, healthy people, not so ooh. much. You okay. know, this, this this whole thing started, you know, it's, I, it's real. I understand it's mm-hmm. real. It is. But from day one, we've been fed fear. This country has been fed fear that if you go outside, you're going to catch it. You touch anything, you know, you're going to catch it. If somebody breathes by as they walk by you, you're going to catch mm-hmm. it. So that's basically telling everybody that everybody in this country is infected, whether they are or not. I don't think you've been fed fear. I think you've been fed facts as we knew them at the time, and you were afraid when you heard them. But I don't think you were fed fear. No, I wasn't afraid. You know what, Mark? I'm going to agree with Stan. Because when people said start, I I physically saw people do this when they're spraying down their groceries (laughs) and they're spraying down their delivery packages. That was fear. You know what? That's not why people got in Conestoga wagons and went west because of fear. That's not why the pilgrims got on the Mayflower. They they feared getting on. No, it got to be absurd what we were being dictated to do. And then all of a sudden you had a doctor telling you to double mask. Yeah, and triple. You know, possibly if two's good, three might be better. You know, it it was ridiculous. (laughs) And and possible, possible, I ain't saying 100%, possible treatments or... You know, uh, uh, I don't know the exact word for it. 
prophylactics or whatever that could have possibly worked, they completely shut them down because Trump mentioned them. Well, that exactly. is, in my exactly. opinion, is criminal. Exactly. And also, look what YouTube did. So uh, I know Mark says this is a private company. No, no, no. You can't have a public format, promote a public format, make money on your public format, and then not have a public format. Yeah, we got to have more government regulation. Well, 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 well no, we need government. Yes, and go back to uh, go back to Rockefeller and go back to Standard and Oil. Less regulation. No, go out to go back to Standard Oil. At some point, you have to ha- government has to have the guidelines of society. All right, go ahead. Or, I'm sorry, right. the guardrails, guardrails. I mean, you got these tech companies doing what you're saying they're doing, and they get away with it. But that poor baker out there in Colorado that you know says because of his religious beliefs that he's not going to bake a specific cake. Not that he won't bake a cake, but a specific cake glorifying what the people want him, you know, the gay marriage and uh, transgender thing. That's the most recent one he's gotten in trouble for. He won't do it to glorify that. He'll bake him a cake. It'll just be a general cake. But that's not good enough for him. So he gets sued and, and, and penalized by the state of Colorado for that. But these tech companies, because they say what's being put on their platform isn't true according to them although it's probably true and a lot of times it is true they get away with it yep, right, so that's makes to sense. The but remember stan you can go, 50 60 people can go to walmart or lowe's but 50 60 people can't go to their church yeah you can't have one person in cole's hardware but you can have 125 in cole's or in low and lowe's or no, what about the yeah, church you could go to cole's cole's never closed yeah but what about the churches <laughs> cole's hardware closed 50 60 people can no, go to church well, the one in, in on Route 11 did. Yeah. Okay, have a good one. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate the call. Thanks. To be continued. We broke folks. some ground there. Right. First we'll keep, half hour in the game. We're going. We're talking about vaccine passports, and uh, we are second-guessing the governor left and right. <laughs> and the mainstream media not allowing people to use hydrochloroquine, even though it works. It works. Ben says it works. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence the and Ben Rockley. It's the power hour starting right now, the very last hour, the very last day of the very last week until next week of June. June so we are enjoying June 25th, 2021. Rob Center couldn't be fabulous, sir, so we appreciate yes. his help and hard work and sticking with us throughout the show. On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do as I've done. Go to sunburymotors.com. Even though I've ordered yet another new truck, I still go back there and look at all the accoutrements and they're talking about the conceptual idea the 2022 is coming out in the moment's head so uh, as soon as they get those computer chips working they got the uh, you're i got a report you have five back ordered oh <laughs> trucks is that uh, what it is you got That's middlesworth terrible. regular middlesworth barbecue <laughs> you got the cream and onion then, you, then, you, then you spiced it up and you got jalapeno 
Okay. So you got those four now. What's your fifth going to be? Do you know anybody out at Middlesworth Chips? I need a tour I of that place. Do you know a couple folks? Okay. But, uh, Pull some strings. Uh, we can. Uh, I tell you what. Uh, that's an American success story. Great, great, uh, great story. And the family is. They keep chipping along. All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Yeah. There's no sh- chip shortage out in Middleburg. We know that, and everywhere around here. Thanks to Middlesworth. On the mark. Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do go to SunburyMotors.com. Even though I. I've abused it. You can use it properly, and you will be super served by that. Uh, we are talking a little bit about the vaccine passport that's being uh, banned by the state legislature. Trouble is, the legislature, as they've done many times, put a poison pill in it. They knew that it would attract the veto of the governor, and that's the fact that it would uh, limit the State Department of Health when it comes to future <laughs> pandemics. So, of Mark. course, the governor doesn't want that. Every piece of legislation has a poison pill. I know. It's almost deliberate. Well, it is deliberate. Uh, but, Why waste uh, the time? Uh, that's what, what Mark, I said. Mark here, your governor. I'm, You're I'm, not going to allow it. I'm secretary of, uh, of the uh, Senate House uh, Janitorial You're Jake Committee. Okay. Oh, I've known Jake for a long time. Okay. I played Jake Why here for, the for 30 like seconds. This. Hello, Mark. What will you ben allow? Here. Hey, X, Y, Z, we can throw A in. Y. Okay. Okay, uh, we'll send it to you. Thanks, buddy. Just X? Okay, then we'll get that to you, and we're going to save uh, 892 hours of uh, working, and we can get on to something else. Well, what they're trying to do is they make sure that in all of these bills, they put the poison pill in, of course, that no reasonable governor would ever go for. Mm. And that way they can keep saying, well, this is Pennsylvania's version of Donald Trump. You know, he's the worst leader that you can imagine. So he vetoes everything. We have to get constitutional I amendments would, to get anything done. I would say this. There's a so difference, that's why they're difference doing it. between... So they get Donald a, a Trump, backlash going against D- Donald the governor. Donald Trump and the personal scenarios are there. The policy issues, uh, you, you give me, show me some bad policies from a standpoint that with what you started with in D.C. when the Trump administration came in and what they progressed to get to, very positive. I'm not I mean, talking about policy. But this is personality. Well, personalities, <laughs> and you know, we have. We have, uh, well, personalities, you want to talk about jalapeno? You had Donald Trump. You want to talk about white bread? You have Governor Wolf. <laughs> 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. The only similarities between the two is they're both outliers. Governor Wolf won't allow anything he doesn't agree with. And uh, Donald Trump, of course, was, well, quite frankly, Donald Trump. All right, we got open phones. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Talking about the vaccine passport a little bit. Uh, we know that Kamala Harris is going to El Paso today, mm-hmm. literally, and not uh, figuratively, but literally the quietest border town on the U.S.-Mexico border. So she's going someplace <laughs> where she's not likely to encounter too much uh, griefology. Uh, she's going to stop off in Roswell to double-check to see if the Martians <laughs> are still there. Well, yep, she'll be very close to there, right? El Paso is close to New Mexico? Very close. Okay. It goes halfway in. All right. Now, we'll take this, Mark. Here's geography for you. If you took the hinge of Texas and Louisiana, that mm-hmm. border, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. cut cut Texas out and you flipped it, okay. brought it east, El Paso would be in the Atlantic Ocean. Oh. Well, that, that's, that's, that's how far east So when, it when is, you okay. go El, El Paso to Texas, you don't pack a lunch. You pack a couple days' worth of food. 
All right, 1-800-795-9565. We've got nearly open phones. We'd love to hear from you. You can do as no one has done yet other than me. That's email on the mark at tippetakeoka.com. <laughs> and you can also text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM, and then you'll get on the radio, or your message will get on the radio. Okay, brief news headlines. We're going to start out talking about Paralympics. A Bucknell Bison track star, Raven Sampo, will represent Team USA in the upcoming Paralympic Games in Tokyo. Sample qualified for the international competition by placing second in the 400-meter race during the U.S. Paralympic trials, uh, nearly beating his personal best time in that event. Planners of the Union County Veterans Fourth of July Parade are hoping that even though the parade will be several weeks later, August 7th, and it'll have a different format, they hope at least you will do this. Come out and support our veterans. They do so much, have done so much, continue to do so much for us. Uh, you get to meet some interesting people. We owe them pretty close to everything. So come out and, and say thank you. I like that, that we owe them pretty much close mm-hmm. to everything. Yes. Terry and the, Burke. And the date is? August 7th out at uh, the Ziegler Road Silver Moon parking lot area. Yeah, that should be a bumper sticker. Yes. And here we go. Uh, if you get caught speeding and you're a state legislator, the first thing you should do is go back to work. Go and Change the law? And change, no, <laughs> repeal it altogether. Oh, the Pennsylvania Capital Star, which is an independent news agency, I would say what, uh, left-leaning or alt? Uh, those groups have changed they? since the uh, the Patriot has sort of diluted themselves. So, uh, like, you know, let, let's give them middle of the road. Okay, middle of the road. Capital Star is reporting that maintaining he wasn't speeding when he crashed his motorcycle in April. State Senator Mike Regan of York County is planning to do introduce legislation to repeal a section of the law that resulted in one of the two violations to which he pleaded guilty. Uh, quote, to make it easier on my packed schedule, I pleaded guilty, Regan told ABC Channel 27 in Harrisburg. However, I'm looking at introducing legislation to remove that provision from the traffic offense code. Now, here's the catch to that. Uh, Regan said he wanted to strike the exemption of a driving at a safe speed violation to include language that would explicitly state that a driver should not be presumed to be speeding just because an accident occurred and to require a full investigation to determine a driver's alleged speed. That's fair. If you think about today's technology, Mark, you could be going 35 miles an hour in a 40-mile-an-hour zone. However, you're answering your text that's coming from Rob because there's a hot news story they need you to get up here to record, and all of a sudden you rear-end the car in front of you. I mean, you were driving at a below the speed limit. You were just distracted driving. Well, he went off the road on a curve. I well, mean, he was and I will say fast. this, talking to some motorcycle folks, I do not there cycle. were no marbles there, if that's what well, you're thinking. Well, they, they talk about, hey, I've gone around curves slow, and I've caught the gravel, and I've dumped my bike. Mm-hmm. That's a key word there, dumped your bike. Okay. That's what, that's what the cyclists use. So when you're at the bar and wearing your leather, even though you pulled up in your uh, car, you can walk in and say, yeah, guys, I almost dumped my bike. You'll, they'll, they'll buy you a beer. Okay. Well, the whole reason uh, this exact discussion you and I are having mm-hmm. is the exact reason he says it's subjective and he shouldn't have pleaded guilty, there's but he a, was advised to do so. It's a fair thing. And the other thing, too, be a, a better driver. All we right. can all be a better driver. we got callers waiting, so we'll curtail the rest of uh, the news headlines. One is related to that vaccine passport. Of course, it has the misnomer in there that it would relate to private. 
private universities, which we've discovered, is false. Mm. So we had some fake news actually well, blended think, in well, there. Well, Susquehanna has their own policy. It just came out right. that they are... Yeah, they can do so. This is public university. It's going to be interesting. Can, can you enforce that? Money. Can you technically enforce that? Uh, right. Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Ben, I agree with what you've been saying about COVID-19. And by the way, I make regular trips to the Middlesworth potato chip plant over there. Best chips under God's heaven. Do you know anybody you can get me a tour? <laughs> uh, I, I get in the front door, not now, but before COVID-19, you could get in the front door and you could see the potato chips gone on the conveyor mm-hmm. belt. No, it's oh, a man. great, great thing. What, what we're going to do, Dan, Mark doesn't realize this, I'm going to make some calls. We're going to have Mark spend two hours out there. We're going to put him back in the uh, kettle, the kettle chips. He's going to be stirring <laughs> the kettle know, chips. They'll give you... Uh, a pack, uh, a baggie of warm potato chips right off the line, if you ask them. They're heavenly. But anyway, Ben, on COVID-19, I'm going to tell you my story about it. Back a year ago, 2020, 2011 in March, or 2020 in March, uh, my spouse was in Geisinger, and she got in in January from a stroke, a bad, bad stroke. And I was in there every day, every day January, every day in January and February in Geisinger Medical Center. And she died, went to heaven on March the 11th, 2020. Well, her children and me, we all come down with COVID-19. We didn't know much about it then. We just learned about a day after about COVID-19. We all had it. And what now, bringing that up to date, my relatives, most of them are very liberal, they keep telling me, Dan, you better get the jab. And I keep telling them, hey, listen, I have immunity. Why would I want to add injury to insult or or vice versa? And and I'm not going to get the jab when I have better immunity than people that get the jab is the way I look at it, Ben. Well, you know, the first things all, are evolving. Sorry about your wife. That is tough. Yeah, yeah, very sorry. And that was Wednesday, yep. Wednesday, March 11th, uh, 2020. Uh, the, the part about we're starting to understand, and it seemed like the CDC and some of the other government entities were slow on this, is if people had COVID, what was their immunity? What was their ranges? And we look back at SARS in, what, 03, 04. This is evolving. But at some point, if you're healthy and you're of a certain age, and now people 17 and 18, people who've had, uh, unfortunately, childhood cancer, you know, yes, you know, look at getting the vaccination. Look, look at what your risk-reward factors are. But if you're a healthy person... At what point do you say, geez, I, you know, I don't need that? And if you already had COVID and you battled through it, what's your immunity rate? I mean, natural immunity 
seems to be far greater than any man-made substance to a degree, unless somebody can show different. All right, Dan, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Well, yep. We, I had it. I was right after she passed, uh, 12, 13th, and 14th of March. I was here at home with it. I lost my taste. I lost my sense of smell. Was upset, fever. Hmm. But in three days it passed, and I was... All of us were able to attend her wake and all of that, and you know, and and I I don't see why people aren't going with the immunity that we had that had it. That's what makes me believe it's political. It's to get control, and basically, it was to get rid of Trump, no matter what he did. He couldn't do it right by the left-wing people, left-wing media. He couldn't do anything that they were going to not try to get rid of him. And like I say, if it wouldn't have been for COVID-19, they couldn't have even cheated Trump out of this election. There would have been so many votes, no matter how they tried to jockey the figures he would have won and if he'd handled it differently it might have won too you never know mm-hmm. you know it's he hard, couldn't hard to handle it right they mm-hmm. no yeah. matter what he did they made fun they belittled him yeah. on the mainstream news and that's what they they used that to to get rid of him i believe you know you can take what right. you want out of it but Thank you, Dan. Yep. Appreciate yep. the call. Sorry for your passing. One good talk. Hey, you too, you brother. have a great weekend. And buy a Middlesworth potato <laughs> chip. I don't even like chips. That's the weekenders. You've got to get a weekender, Mark. <laughs> All right. We'll take the quickie break. Stand by, Tom and Eric. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. We're trying to expedite here. We've had folks waiting an inordinately long time, so we'll put them on the radio. Tom, you are next up. Please go right ahead. Yeah, these right-wing babies, they ought to get their shots and quit acting like little babies. My <laughs> God. Why? They've been, given, they've been given vaccines for, I mean, what was that vaccine we got when we were kids? You had left a scar in your arm. Tetanus. 
Wasn't that the one that left it? Oh, some, mm. the rubella, measles, measles, mumps, and rubella. Chicken pox, pick one. I don't know what it was, but everybody got them. And when I was, I don't know, I must have been only 10 years old or something. I remember getting another vaccine. Well, that's a tetanus booster. Well, do you agree with... Uh, and when I was, you know, when you go in the military, they don't even ask you if you want to get vaccinated for anything. They say roll up your arm and they <laughs> no. drop you and they give you... Not they anymore. They don't just give you one, no, one little, anymore. one of them. They give you a whole bunch of them. Not anymore. That, that, what do you mean, not anymore? Just talk to a person who went in. His son went into the Marines, and they had to go through their medical records in detail to make sure what vaccinations they could give them. So it's changed a bit, Tom. Well, yes. maybe I don't. I don't know, but I mean, since the fifties, when I was in, they maybe I don't know. you for. They put, you went down a line, and there was a guy for about every kind of thing you could think of, and they gave you a vaccination for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm still alive. Awesome. Okay, what else? And and you know, I seen on the news where Which? most of the people that are dying now. The, the majority of them, probably 90% of the people that are dying now are the people that aren't vaccinated. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't yes, didn't quite I, see that report. You know, if you, I mean, if you guys want to... Yeah, I'd love to if see. If you guys want to kill yourself, I guess go at it. But uh, well, you know, Tom, Tom, I had when COVID, you say, I still got both. I still when you, when vaccinated. you say that, though, is is was it a certain group of folks? Is it was it a tar- was it a demographics that were passing away? I don't know. I don't know. But I'll say this. I don't uh, know. Okay. You said about healthy people. If you're healthy, you don't need to get it. Well, there are a lot of people that were very healthy that got COVID-19, and they are no longer with us. Uh, I, 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 would, uh, I would, that, I would uh, want to see that, Tom, because that's the reports that now are starting to come out that we're seeing that people who were healthy, who got it, who recovered, people who did pass away, unfortunately, had other situations. So uh, I would say uh, I, would, I would be very, very interesting to see your information that are telling me that pure, healthy people died of COVID. I mean, I'm sure did. there is some, yeah, but there's not. That's did, not because some no. people's bodies just couldn't take it. Yeah, because and of other pre-existing conditions, Tom. Other situations. If you're 75 and you're 60 pounds overweight and you have COPD, it was a very tough situation for people to get through. Uh, however, if you're 75 and you're healthy, those numbers were very, very, very low. And what I've seen coming out of John Hopkins, the information I've seen out of John Hopkins where they break down the demographics. Well, I guess we'll just have to disagree again, because I never do agree with anything you say, so I guess we'll... No, that's that's enlightening. <laughs> I, I guess we'll just have you to You both say, love uh, your country. You guys are in agreement on that, right? You love the American flag. Well, sorry, Thomas. Some facts make you disagree, but uh, I think the key to your call was your answer to a couple I don't knows. All right. Thank you so much, Tom. No, Thanks. that's you. I, I do. That was your. Now you're putting words in my mouth. You, you said I don't know three times, I believe. Right. Well, At least you, twice. you say you know when you don't know. You uh, know I, too. You know too much. See, Tom says okay. admits that he doesn't know, but okay. you won't admit that I, you don't. Hey, know. if I don't know, you're trying to get information, so you do know. Eric, go right ahead. Good morning, 
Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Ben. Thank you for taking my call. Ben, I did enjoy your analogy about the jalapeno versus the white bread. Uh, I remember back in our high school days, Ben, I think you were more of a jalapeno guy, weren't you? No, I think I was a little bit of uh, not white bread, but maybe toast. <laughs> well, you were kind of feisty, as I recall. I mean, that's true. I, I don't know. I think I was fairly low-keyed, but <laughs> okay. I don't, okay, Ben, I, we're agreeing to disagree. Well, shoot, I had to be somewhat uh, responsible. I directed traffic, and they paid me, so I had to I had to control traffic out in front of the school, so I couldn't yeah, be that feisty. You were, also class, you were also class clown, too, as I recall, right? Come on now. Well, that's because I think there was nothing else to give anybody. They didn't want to embarrass <laughs> somebody else, so I took it on the chin. Okay, well, hey, so hey but so was so was Kim, so, so was Kim Stracula, though, and she was a a, a very nice lady, young yeah, lady. Absolutely. So I, I didn't say you were a nice person. I said you were more jalapeno than than white bread. Well, I hope but I was my, a my nice point person. Is this, if something's going to be crammed down my throat, uh, I'll take white bread over jalapeno every day. Okay. Okay. So, so I'll take your analogy of uh, of Mr. Trump uh, and our current governor. Um, but really, you now that that's that's hyperbole here we go the reason my call is um vaccine not vaccine and first of all back to tom's call that's a smallpox vaccine that that's what we all got in our arm and we had you always had that um uh, some kind of scar on there mm-hmm. because of the of the night so everyone had everyone has smallpox and we don't get that now why because we wiped it out that's exactly mm-hmm. right and how do we wipe it out Mass vaccination. By requiring everyone to have it. That's why all of us our age have it. That's why our kids don't, because we're able to wipe it out. Why? Because it was a requirement that we got the vaccine. There are still requirements for vaccines for kids to go to school. DPT, uh, other things, uh, uh, you know, there's a requirement. Because we're talking about, you know, being part of a society. Uh, being part of a society, and, and Ben, I'll agree with you. The people who died tended, again, tended to have secondary conditions, okay? They were older. They were had other conditions. Um, and that's why my parents didn't go out for a year because I was very concerned, and I pretty much didn't either because I was concerned about them. But as a society, we have responsibility. If we're going to be living as a society and out in society, we have certain responsibilities, don't we? We, we, we don't go out, uh, we're not supposed to go out when we're out coughing over everybody if we have a common cold, because we know people can get a common cold. Oh, a common cold can lead to pneumonia if you have, if you have conditions, correct? I mean, you can, you can get a cold from somebody, and if you have COPD, it can become pneumonia and kill you, right? Potentially, sure. Yeah, potentially. But uh, the, your, your, okay. your point, okay. your point so, being so, that so smalltox vaccination we all, we and COVID know. vaccinations are two different scenarios. COVID is okay. under emergency. Smallpox, went, ask how long it took to develop smallpox vaccination, and it was years. COVID was done less. So does that make it less safe or more safe? Time will tell. Have you been vaccinated? Mm-hmm. I know you had yeah. COVID, yeah. so you got your shot also. All right, Eric, wrap up. Go right ahead. Okay, uh, basically, I'll take two shots on my arm and uh, take that that very small risk, that's proven a small risk, rather than, you know, as Dan did, and I do, I do, I'm sorry about Dan losing his wife, but Dan having uh, conditions, and we know also from what, that you can have psychological or neurological impairment long-term after after having, and other conditions after getting COVID. Well, we only and know long-term. Finally, my final point is, there's no proof, absolute proof, that getting COVID with one variant protects you against 
the, the new variants which are coming out. While it has been shown that the inoculation is for large part protecting people against yes. these new variants. Yeah, there's more right. to that. And Thank you term, so much, sir. Long Thanks. term Thanks is not 18 in. months. So we'll, and plus after the vaccination. So long term, we're still we're still in that work in progress stage. Mike, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. This is Cindy. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you you're next. No, nope, yeah. you're next. No, talk, you're next. Talk deep. I just hit next, and it went to you. So you're next. Okay. Well, I'm Cindy next. Then um, I want. I called to, in response to the query about the one that leaves the scar, and that's true. It is smallpox, and we did stop immunizing people against smallpox because a world eradication program worked out. But I don't think there's going to be that kind of, nor have we enjoyed that kind of success since on any vaccination that I'm aware of. What about polio? There's still polio throughout the world. And people have, not in the United States so much, but in other countries. And our, of course, the policy that everyone should be able to travel wherever they want means those kinds of diseases move about freely in this world. And those countries where polio still exists as a native virus, um, those people are resistant to assistance with that problem, despite the efforts of both the governments and the non-government agencies. Mr. Um, oh, the computer guy, he was uh, a big, Bill Gates, he was mm. pushing to eradicate polio, mm. invested a lot of money in it. But well, the, look what Rotary did. The countries did not want him to come there. The people did not want to. Yeah, and Cindy, isn't that part of the problem of take poverty, hunger, you know, disease, clean water, you know, pick out a thing. There, there are certain countries that want part of their population to, you know, survive barely or not survive at all because they're wards of the state. And we see that in China, where China has taken parts of its population and, you know, the people are, are, are living in severe poverty, health, unsanitary areas. But again, in the communist country, they're wards of the state. How many of the people do they really want as wards and, and folks that are uh, expendable? <clears throat> but I do believe that in the example of COVID, the government's response was backwards, and by which I mean that historically, and they've and you have mentioned these people, there are people who are um, at risk for catching an illness, and historically we have urged those people to isolate themselves, and the rest of the population went on with their lives. This time, the government isolated everyone, essentially, and uh, except for what they called essential workers. That was, up, that was backwards from the approaches that we've had in the past. Are people who have uh, under cancer treatment or who have uh, poorly functioning immune systems at risk? Yes, for all these diseases and many that we don't have vaccinations for. Uh, and if they, I think they have the right to choose to uh, enter society, but then they assume the risk. It's not rational to expect all of society to assume everybody else's risks. That's I, true. I, well, I, Cindy, we'll isn't, there, isn't there three things that. to look at? Risk, reward, and accountability. Those scenarios, okay, so you, you make a decision, you know, 
to, to drive in a thunderstorm. Uh, you know, the risk reward because you want to get to uh, a relative's house who, who might be ill or, or something, your risk reward. But then you're accountable if you go out and, and something happens. So when, when people look at scenarios uh, on this uh, getting the vaccination, risk reward and accountability, and the sad thing about part of the accountability factor is the government comes in and plays. The government is not giving limited liability to to folks, to organizations, so the risk and reward becomes uh, a larger part of the equation. True, Ben. And right. the other thing I wanted to say today was, surely we can all agree on something today, and that is how heroic those rescuers are in Florida mm-hmm. entering that building. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. it takes my breath away, the Sad courage story. that it must take to enter a collapsed building trying to find people That's knowing a, at any minute it could fall farther and fall on you yeah, it's I, a sad story well we can we can be happy we can all agree in all our communities there are people just like those men and women well who C- cindy the turn people. out as volunteers and rescue people out of their either their misfortune or their folly all the time and hopefully we can all agree those people are outstanding people and right. we should all be grateful to them yep. thank you so much cindy really appreciate oh the, the emts the people at not Rescuers. two in the morning at two in the afternoon that will jump in a boat and go find somebody uh try to uh you know situations uh, you know the volunteer fire companies the emts the the ambulance leagues uh yeah, on a, on a local level, thank those folks because, uh, Mark, I don't think you and I are jumping out of bed at one thirty to go jump in a cold river on uh, January. I jump out of bed at one thirty to 18th. go see volunteers at work. <laughs> okay, so that's true. You've done that. But, uh, no, Cindy's responded. right. But the story down Florida, more to it. Very sad situation. Tough. This should not be happening in the United States. We'll talk about Building that. Should not be collapsing. We got a caller waiting. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Mark Lawrence, very subpar. I think that's plainly obvious, and I play a liberal on the radio. And Mr. Ben Reichley is a good conservative, uh, not a natural-born listener, but he's a Republican <laughs> committee person. He's part of the Trump cult and is very uh, glad to uh, volunteer his time to so. come. Don't think so. Worked oh. for McGovern in 72, Carter in 76. Yeah, but now look at you. Our telephone number, 1-800-795-9565. The American cult. You can email. Is that what it is? America. Make uh, America make America better, and you'll improve the world. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com. You can do as somebody has done. That's text us at 70236. But we're going to go to the phone. Mike has been waiting an inordinately long time, and he, but now he's on the radio. Thank you for waiting. First of all, go ahead. You're on the mark. No, you're, you're welcome. I, I want to respond to the uh, fellow, uh, eventually respond to the fellow that talked about uh, people that didn't want the virus and Republicans, I guess, in general as being babies. But first, uh, you <laughs> mentioned, uh, Cindy mentioned about the uh, tragedy in uh, Florida where the building collapsed. And again, it's really early to be, you know, maybe possibly saying what I want to say, but I'm going to, I'm going to say it anyway. If, if you look through the historical data and look at uh, disasters, uh, tragedies, and things like this. The, the, the number of them is you know, probably increasing because of the population growth of the world, but the intensity and the magnitude of them is declining over time significantly, okay? And uh, you know, you just, so you have to put these things in perspective. Things happen, buildings fall down, 
planes crash, trains come off the tracks. But the reality is the world in that regard is getting safer as time goes on. And then the other thing that I'll probably say that is controversial, I, again, I don't really pay that much attention to the news. I, I hear what you guys are talking about on the radio, and that's pretty much what I, what I, how I know what's going on. But has anybody uh, laid the cause of this disaster at the feet of uh, the governor of Florida or the Republican Party or climate change yet? Because it's not going to be long. Uh, you know, I guess the bodies would be all recovered, and then they'll really start the blame game. But you know that's coming. That's just the way these things work these mm-hmm. days, and and that makes me sad. Well, now, I don't, I don't know. You know, like I don't know how how they'd be able to spin that from a standpoint that they'll they'll look at. The, the, obviously, there was a structural problem in this building. Supposedly, uh, they were coming back and looking at it from a deterioration of steel. Uh, so the, all that's going to come out. What will be interesting is the effect, what this had, because it was partially, I guess it was being built still, people were in it, so they had got some sort of occupancy permits of some sort to, to be in the building, but the other buildings around, and what's the foundation situation? Supposedly this building was uh, moving an inch, an inch and a half a year, that, that story's coming out, so th- there's going to be some interesting information and structural. I don't... Boy, uh, you, you sort of hope it doesn't get political, and uh, the situation in that part of uh, uh, Dade County, uh, it'll, it'll be, you know, I'm not sure what the politics are, but why should politics be involved in a disaster like this would be my question. Well, they they always are, I mean, especially uh, I with the, the way the world is right now. And I mean, as far as, you know, you, you pointed out a lot of really logical and, and, and factual things about, you know, the investigation, have you? But the reality is, uh, a media narrative doesn't have to be grounded in fact or truth. Oh, I mean, no, we've seen that. More. We've seen that in the past, yes. But on this particular one... Boy, that'd be really interesting. Now, I'm not going to say somebody on MSNBC or or CNN will take a, a shot at something like this, that the Republicans have been charged uh, with building permits. Well, we know Fox News is all Fox. Well, what, what's Fox? No, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, uh, what's uh, Fox is a very, uh, very very good benchmark to judge others by, are and then they can be prone judged to too. exaggeration. Well, no, that's, I, well, we that's media in general. Right. So, uh, but no, I, Mike, I certainly hope hope it doesn't get political. But hey, I got a quick question, Mike. I was on business in the Poconos, driving through, and did I hear you on a uh, talk radio station up in the Poconos? A couple uh, weeks well, ago, yeah, probably. I that's where I get my news. WKOK. And then uh, out of your listening area is a, a program, W uh, I L K, And I, I listen to talk radio. I like to know what people are thinking. And, and I kind of measure, you know, I figure we're kind of like average people here in this area. And I like to hear what they're talking about. Yeah, they, like said, they, the said, they said Mike from Bloomsburg. And I didn't hear Mark Lawrence's voice. I heard somebody <laughs> yeah, else. There's, but There's actually two Mikes from Bloomsburg, but the other guy... He's kind of been laying low lately. I haven't heard him on the radio. Um, no, it, n- next time it, you get through to the ILK, say hi to my friends up there for me, please. And then secondly, <laughs> tell tell them to tell Congressman Keller to call us, too. He calls in there regularly, but he's, of course, we're dead to him. So no, I'll be glad to tell him that myself. Now, did you happen to know L.A. Tyrone, Mark? It doesn't ring a bell. No, no. Okay, That's... He, he was... Uh, 
He was a, a guy that was involved in the media, you know, uh, newspapers, uh, all that stuff, Citizen Voice, and then uh, talk radio. And uh, he he died. Uh, I guess it was going on four years ago. Now he was he was a great guy, but uh, they were we were just kind of reminiscing about him. That's why I mentioned that because you're, you're pretty knowledgeable in the media circles around here. So now, as far as the the, the taking the virus vaccine, okay. Now I, I'll give you an example. If you looked at me personally, you would see a guy five foot eleven, one hundred and sixty-five pounds, great BMI, ding, 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 uh, ding. walks five miles, <laughs> lifts weights, and you say, "Hey, there's a healthy guy." But nothing could be further from the truth. That is why I took the vaccine. Otherwise, I would not have because my friends that are in the same uh, you know looking category and health wise, except they don't have the underlying conditions, they got the, they got the virus. And, you know, they were sick for a couple of days, and uh, a week later they were riding 50 miles on their bicycles for exercise. Uh, the people I know that are young, they got it. It was, it, was, uh, it was like the flu. Now, the people I know that either were in nursing homes or would have been in nursing homes if they hadn't had spouses taking care of them, it didn't turn out well for them. So, you know, the, hey, the, the bottom line is this. To criticize somebody as being a baby for not taking the virus, uh, the vaccine, I, I don't think that's appropriate because it's a judgment based on the knowledge that you have concerning how the vaccine was developed in the time frame compared to other vaccines, what the potential risks are on a vaccine that hasn't gone through all the trials that they normally do. So how, how can you call somebody a baby that's exercising their best judgment that they have. It, it just doesn't make sense. And it, to me, it's typical of how divided, you know, red and blue, conservative, uh, liberal, we are in this country. And it's, it's really, we're taking our eyes off the ball. So our, our military is getting weaker, where our enemies are getting stronger. And we're not talking about that. Uh, I think our prior, you know, I believe our priorities in this country are off track right now. We're off balance, and for people to find it acceptable to say somebody that doesn't want to take the vaccine as a baby is just one more indicator of that. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Really I'll say guys, hi to the guys. Then. Thanks. All yeah, right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. We got two texts and an email. We'll read those on the radio when we come back. We talked a little bit about the state's vaccine passport ban that is moving through the legislature, but the governor says he won't allow it because it would limit the abilities of future secretaries of health to impose health-related restrictions on the public and businesses. Talked a little bit about the vaccine. That's what our last caller was discussing. And we also talked about the building collapse in Florida. Uh, are we safer in the future is a good question that Ben's asking after we certainly do our analysis on what happened there. So those are some of the topics you want to weigh on them. you got a few moments left on the very last hour, the very last day of this particular week. We also have a VP going to El Paso, Texas. Right, El Paso, Texas. Right. Talk about white bread. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Well, that's the white bread of Texas towns. Maybe tortillas. <laughs> okay, white white flour tortillas. Yeah, you got to have the real kind while you're down there. 
guys way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, ask and ye shall receive. We've received our last two callers of the week there in queue, so stand by, men. Uh, is it men? Yes, it is two men. Okay, and one of our listeners asked Ben a question. It says, Penn Future reports $3.8 billion in subsidies to fossil fuel industries in 2019. Commonwealth Foundation reports hundreds of millions of dollars subsidizing the horse racing industries. These so-called businesses don't know the meaning of capitalism, free enterprise, and building a successful building from scratch. Your view on this? Corporate welfare. Yeah, corporate welfare or economic development. And uh, is it uh, is it greasing the skids for capitalism? And, and again, how do you want to define capitalism? You want to define it 100% on your own? Government's been involved in capitalism for some regards. When government puts the guidelines out, creates benchmarks... And then allows industrial people, you know, the, the industrious people to go and build uh, industries. Uh, that That's a positive. Uh, capitalism have lifted more people out of poverty than almost anything else in the world. Another listener says, Eric, smallpox vaccine was well tested before given out, unlike the current COVID gene therapy they're doing now. Another listener says, so, Tom, are you going to accept liability for the population with this experimental shot? It's not a vaccine. It's gene therapy. You do you well do you. You do you well do us. You do you well do us. Am I reading that right? You do you yes. well do us. Might okay. be cryptic single. Okay. Pri- private signal to a uh, to a uh, fraternity sorority that we don't know about. All right. Al, you get two minutes. Okay. I called and said we're kind of like in a third war, war, world war right now. Uh, on one front, we have China with the biological warfare. If that lab did leak it out and didn't tell anybody. And then uh, Russia, they're doing cyber warfare and um, not getting much help from our government on either front there. And then uh, the Mexico, they have uh, the cartel invading us on the south. And then also we have prosecutors that are letting people out of jail with no bail and no prosecution, which is... uh, kind of working for the uh, Black Lives Matter cause. So we got a lot more going on than worrying about if somebody wants a choice of uh, experimental vaccination or not. Well, the, the the border is a disaster. Biden, it, it'll it'll be Biden's Achilles' heel. Uh, sending the vice president to El Paso is going to minimize the uh, the little bit here. But people do not understand that that is part of the Saul 
Alinsky's Rules for Radicals bring down the United States, weaken the the government of the United States or or the United States as a whole from within and then outside sources. So why these liberals and progressives think an open border is positive, what it is costing us is ridiculous down there. And and the Biden administration just seems to turn a deaf ear to it. the normal people yes. of this country, and the inflation is going up. Look at and the Democratic like Congressman. It's like we're going up a tree and sawing off everyone in the limbs, and then we didn't take a climbing rope to get back down. We're going to go down hard. Well, look at the look at the Democratic Congressman Cuellar down there. The Vice President, Thank you, she, she is not going it. to his district. She's going to a district that will be a photo op. Folks, this is going to be a photo op, and it will work for the major media. But it is not going to result in anything uh, substantial to help the situation. Shemokin News item identifies the man killed in the motorcycle crash this week on Route 61, Andrew Mattern, age 48, of Gratz. So that from it's the a news, sad situation. News I think that was a vehicle and a motorcycle, not... Yep. Lance, um, you get 60 seconds. Okay. Uh, Katie and Steve Mertz both had the COVID, and they got rid of it using oxychloroquine. Well, I think he had an ins- he's a little inside baseball knowledge about yeah, that, right? Yeah, 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 it was a good pharmacist help. Something else here is that Dan's spouse and mine both passed this earth on the same day. Wow. Mm. Wednesday, <laughs> March That's 11th. Tough. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's been a tough year. Or it's been yeah. a tough year in the past here. All right. Thank you so much, Lance. Thanks for checking in. Really appreciate all your help and your information and just appreciate you. So thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. Big weekend plan. Anything on the agenda? A little bit of golf tournament and off to a conference. Uh, understand that we're going to have 90-degree uh, weather coming in next Wednesday. week. So your weekend plans? Uh, well, my grass is tall again. Okay. My neighbor's grass. I, I don't really have much, but I cut her grass. And uh, let's see. What else? That's about it. Relax. Take great care of my wonderful family, and that's about Good. it. Good. Uh, interesting. Uh, we talked about the VP in El Paso. Infrastructure bill supposedly in D.C. You guys will talk about next week. Interesting to get the take. There's supposedly a private infrastructure bill or behind-the-scenes infrastructure bill. That it's the only news that. release I ever saw that had three asterisks yes. just in one headline Yes, about but, it. But, folks, get out. Enjoy the uh, summer. This is the first weekend of summer, 2021. Woo-hoo. All right. Have a blast, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for listening all week. We will be back Monday morning. State Senator John Gordon are first, then U.S. Senator Pat Toomey second on Monday's OTM. This is WKOK Sunbury.